What we doing it for? We doing it for the culture. For the culture. For the culture. For the culture, for the culture, for the culture. Hey. What it do? What it do, Kaipu? <laughs> good morning, good morning. Top of the morning to y'all. T-bone steak, cheese, eggs, and Welch's grape. Let's conversate for a few. Because in a few, we going to do what, what we, we came, came to, to do. do. Ain't, Ain't that right, boo? True. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Top of the morning. Welcome to For the Cultures, y'all. It's your host, D-Boy. And I'm your host, Bex Bumbo. And this is episode 24, y'all. We growing. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Tangaloa. <laughs> thank you, Lord. Universe, everybody. Thank you, yes. ancestors. We're about to be uh, quarter spoon next episode. Come on. Quarter spoon. It's exciting. It is. Bex, how you doing? I'm doing great. I'm feeling great today. Feeling brand new. You know, I think this, um, I think my whole uh, vegan journey has been uh, making me feel like a brand new woman. Yes. <laughs> Let's just pray I don't fail in February, you know, but <laughs> we work in there. That's what's up. I, I think I tried uh, vegan last year. Yeah. And uh, then then that led me to vegetarian. Then, mm. it, then it led me to pescatarian. Ooh. Then it just led me back to where I was. <laughs> then just, to your carnivore's ways. <laughs> But how, so it's been pretty good for you? Yeah, it's been pretty good. You know, um, I found a lot of great little spots that um, just make amazing burgers, vegan burgers. You see my, I've seen that on your story. My Instagram. So it's just been cool for now. You know, I, I need to start eating more like of the raw vegan, you know, stuff. So I'm just, I'm making my, well, I, I, I've done that, but I need to be con- more consistent with that because I've been like... On the go, so I'm like, oh, I'm gonna stop by this place because I can just go in and grab and leave. So it hasn't yeah. been on the healthy side of the vegan life, but you try. It's vegan. Right. It's plant based. Right. <laughs> what brought that about? Uh, I think I just my whole 2019. I feel like it just needs to be more of a challenge for me. And uh, food is not too much of a challenge, but I feel like spiritually, where I would like to be, um, I think that's a good. That's a good uh, s- discipline that would be uh, that will help ground me, you know. Right. So I mean, vegan is not so much of a diet for me. I'm hoping and praying that it will eventually become a lifestyle. Word. So it is a form of discipline that I'm hoping to kind of really become one with. So pray for me. Absolutely. Yeah. How are you? I am energized for some reason. What? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I've been tired. We had a long-ass weekend. What? <laughs> had a long-ass week, a, a long-ass, yeah. you know, a couple of weeks. It's been very productive. Mm. There's been a lot um, to be responsible, that I'm responsible for. Right. Um, and had to make sure I stay on top of. Mm. But nonetheless, it just feels really good, you know, uh, feeling productive. I mean, my body aches here and there, especially mm-hmm. just because of the workouts and really just you know, trying to build up that muscle again. Okay. I too need to be mindful of what I'm putting into my body and mm. just really thinking about um, that our my, my diet, right. not our diet, my diet, and just wanting to make better choices and better decisions, especially because you know working out more often now. Right. Shout out to Kiana off top. Come on. Um, but <clears throat> just working out makes me want to eat better. Yeah. So that I don't. So that the struggle won't always be there. I mean, I know it's difficult to always work out and, you know, it just builds. You need to build up your strength and it won't always be a walk in the park. But it's a yeah. real challenge, you know, just how far I've let myself it. go. Yeah. But it feels good and, you know, like 
just trying to build up the strength physically, mentally, yeah, and spiritually. Yeah. And so definitely doing the things I need to do to be hmm. to be joyful, right? Because that's right. something that I continue and strive for um, to live is, yeah. you know, is, is live in joy. And okay, okay. Be joyful in <laughs> it. <laughs> but you're glowing. I see you glowing over there with that red hair. Just... You know, it's popping. It's popping. <laughs> hey, that hair was lit on Friday night. It was. It was. It's like, ooh, I like your hair. Ooh, we had man. people come. We're going to talk about it. Let's you talk was, about you it. You was breaking necks with that red hair. <laughs> we had folks come and sit with us. They just, man. it's all good. It's a, it's an attraction piece. Ooh. Okay. Well, you look good there, Danny boy. Thank you. You do too. Or is it, or do you, you prefer D-boy, right? D-boy, Danny, Danny boy. boy. Just it, not Danielu? Uh... Only only a certain few call me that. Only or, one or, sitting. Allow. Only one sitting at the bar in moi. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I I gave that name out just because I don't wanna. I I know I always gave. Tanya Lou was always like fake your, names out. Your to, stage name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's help us, Lord. The, the stripper pole name. Well, you know, before we get started and uh, you know we get into the show, what we've been doing right is really. Um, Grounding ourselves in a blessing uh, and in a prayer, whatever, just really giving thanks and giving appreciation to our higher power. So I'll go ahead and lead us in this one. Bex yes, had Lord. us. Oh, no, actually, Javon had us last time, huh? That prayer, though. I know. That blessing where she, you know, we really connected our spine, digging into the roots. Yes, Lord. Really love it. So, all right. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, Mother, Father, God, Tangaloa, Universe, Ancestors, the higher powers that be, please grant us the serenity to be present and to be uh, at peace and really elevate joy in our lives. Uh, please give us the guidance and the the drive to continue forward with these gifts that you've given us. I ask that you bless those who are listening, bless their families, bless those who are struggling, which is many of us, um, and just please bless everyone in the world. You know, we need more love and more compassion out here, especially right now in these times. Um, and all of this, I say in all your beautiful names, Ashe. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Cool. <sighs> All right. For this week, my ICU, man, drum roll, drum roll, drum roll, drum roll. My ICU goes out to Spulu out there in Oakland. What it do, Spulu? Hey, I want to recognize this young man. Um, we got the privilege and honor to go, Danny Boy and I, to go uh, sit in one of his fashion shows. He had an amazing show this weekend, Friday night. Friday night, yeah. Danny Boy and I pulled up fashionably late. <laughs> right God. on time. We blame moi out there in Oakland. Shout out to that amazing restaurant. But um, yeah, we pulled up and uh, it, he, his backyard, I'm assuming that was his house, right? Yeah. His backyard was decked out, full of lights, music. There was a live drummer. And just the atmosphere was just, it was just lit. The energy was high. And um, we literally pulled up right Minutes before 
lights went off and the show started. The show, so yeah. it was just it was it was really good to kind of walk into high energy and then the adrenaline coming from the fashion show, the walk, the people walking the runway. I mean, it was just amazing to see that different. Uh, you know, we got to see the create the creativity out of Spoolu, you know, how he was just kind of putting certain type of clothings together and having these very confident, beautiful models just really strut down and really allow whatever the piece that they're wearing just look amazing. So shout out to Spoolu for putting together an amazing event this weekend. This Friday was awesome. Also shout out to that bar that we, to the club that we went to after, right? That was pretty cool. Oh, Thank yeah. you, Spoolu, for that. Right on, Spoolu, for Who the sponsor. Who took care of us. <laughs> took care of us at the door. I mean, you were an amazing host. We should have hosted you because we came there and, you know, yeah. to support you. But, hey, thank you, Spoolu, for just being awesome. I want to just share a little bit about him. He is um, a choreographer. He's also a performer. And he's a designer, a stylist. He also does one-on-one lessons. And he does workshops, dance workshops. And he's also a mentor coach. I'm sure he's he's plenty more and some, but that is just some some of the attributes of Spulu out there in Oakland, California. I would just like to say, I see you and you are doing great things out there for our community and for the commu- the the city of Oakland. You know, I'm sure that they already appreciate you for just making a great impact out there. And we just say, I see you. Yeah, Spulu is really dope. I mean, I, I echo everything that you said in your ICU because. You really felt the creativity and the the mind that went into putting on the production from the lights to the the runway uh, to the... the, um, the video that was that was projected up I, on the house. I thought nobody that? noticed. I noticed that. Um, and then the special effects. You know, like when the uh, when the models would walk down the runway, right. and then they went around where there's like a fire pit. Yeah. Every time the model walked around, one of the brothers was right there and said, adding Psh! right with the uh, with the with the uh, with the gasoline yeah. right mm-hmm. and the fire. Psh! You know, like yeah, it would just like, add more effects to the. Uh, it was it was, it was humbling. Lit. It was so humbling because yeah. it was like it was really yeah, it's Spulu's event, but it was a family production, and that is so right cultural. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, our siblings, our family, like we come through for each other in right. that way, and they really helped play a role in bringing Spulu's vision to life. Yeah, and I want to shout out the, totally. the the Pulu family. You know, even his mom was. In the audience, so it was oh, really a yeah. family affair. Yes, you know, <clears throat> all for Spulu and his creative mind. Right, um, and and he's so good at all of those things. You know, you mentioned he's a a choreographer. Mm-hmm. He's into fashion, <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, arts, mentor coach, mentorship. Yeah, like every element that was that was um, that was there that night. Right, it came from his. His creativeness, yeah. you know, just all of his gifts. And and even to add on to that, it's like his creativeness is one thing, but uh being how that was my the first time that I got to meet him. Yeah. He, he is such a humble young man. Yeah. You know, it's like he was very relational. He was you know, he just allowed you to feel like in every conversation you were in, he made you be the center of his focus. Uh-huh. In the midst of like the noise, the loud crowd, he was just always intentional, eye contact. You know, he showed interest. He inclined his ear, and he was like, "Yeah, you know." So he's just very polite. He's very kind. He's very humble. 
I, I love that guy. Yeah. He's, he's amazing. I'm excited for more things to come from school. Oh, man. Uh, he's down. We're going to have him on the show hopefully soon, brother. Yes. We're going to schedule it out. Um, and you have to follow him on Instagram. This I only know his Instagram, but it's Spoolunism, S-P-U-L-U-N-I-S-M. Yeah, tap in, with, tap in with Spoolu, young tongue and brother, doing big things, really really putting it down for... The queer community! Yeah. <laughs> right? Um, so, yeah, just shout out to Spoolu for an yeah. amazing event. Thank you for giving us a reason to come out and to be, you know, just around all the creativity, especially right. from our people. You know, there was, there was so many elements of culture that were incorporated, mm. but not like smack in your face you know what I mean mm. it's like you knew that okay I see that I see that you know where you just know right because we we recognize it right we live that yeah and I really appreciate too how Spulu you know most people could be like oh yeah thank you for coming to my thing my event da, da, da. but he really took time to appreciate his siblings right his mom everybody that played a part in in putting that production on. Right. You know, it was really humbling. And, you know, I, I really love what he mentioned um, at the end about, like, how, you know, instead of paying for a venue and putting so much money in, like, we got to do it right here. You know, right. and really, he shouted out his neighbors. His exactly. neighbors were watching. His neighbors were tapped into watching from their, um, from the, uh, what do you call that? The porch. Yeah, the porch. From their steps. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, just it's, it was dope. Like, thank you so much, Bulu, for yeah, thank you so much for being the reason. Yes. So my ICU goes out to two young women who were actually at the event, uh, who were selling um, jewelry, handmade jewelry that they made. Uh, follow them on Instagram. Uh, but my ICU goes out to Moko. That's Thai and Z Moko, and what they they do is they make handmade uh, earrings. They're designers, um, and on their on their page on their Instagram, which is at Moko. J, M O K K O. J, you can uh, get connected to uh, the two young women, Tongan women who are from Oakland who do who make this jewelry. And I just wanted to shout them out because they they had good energy. You know, when after the fashion show happened, we went over to the table where they were set up and they had all their merch and their earrings. You know, like a lot of them were just dope pieces, you know. Right. It felt like very 90s, very, very uh, fashion, you yeah. know, just very fashionable. Just fashion forward. I bought a pair just to sponsor. That was um, that was a nice pair of earrings he picked up. Yeah, you know, I don't know if I'm gonna wear them or if I'm gonna, you know, gift gift somebody with them. No, you have to rock them. <laughs> Stepping out the box, rock them and then give them. Word. Um, but yeah, these these young ladies, they I just really like their energy, you know. Yeah. Was, and I always love seeing our people do things that outside of the box, outside of the box, you know, and and really like. Living out their passion, right. you know, which is why we have our ICU. Yeah. Um, what I really loved is that these two, uh, these two women had their uh, chinchilla. They had the furs on. I was like, okay, okay, check y'all out. You know, what I mean, just just all about fashion, you know, and right. and being in that same space with with Spulu, and uh, you know his whole creativity and right. attention to fashion, and then having these 
two Tongan women, you know, like, you know, um, selling their merchandise and really branding themselves and putting yeah. themselves out there. Like, it just felt really good to be in a space with creative PIs, you know, especially thinking about us being there too with them. Right. It's like, these, this is the element. Yeah. These are the things that we want to surround ourselves yep. around because it's just, it's just dopeness. Mm-hmm. It's just real dope. And I just love how we are all doing what we're passionate about. Right. Yeah. Um, I try to get more information, but um, that's, that's what I got right now for, for the ladies. Um, I believe their names were Anna and D. I'm so sorry if, if I don't recall, I was kind of um, feeling myself by the time I got there. <laughs> we had a little celebration, Bex and I, uh, over there at Mwah. <laughs> Mwah, M-U-A. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just want to say to uh, the ladies who are the designers of Moko, I want to say I see you. Come on. Ooh, things are going to be a little different today. Um, I feel like, uh, you know, we have a lot to talk about. I don't know if you guys noticed, you know, we kind of skipped into our normal check-ins in our bra because we, we wanted to wait until the, the end in our chop it up section where we get to really um, just unpack some things about just where we are now and just uh, some revelations that we got out of this um, Netflix um show that's been on for, I believe, I mean, well, I caught on to it um, within the last month or so, but um, the show is called Tidying Up. Um, There's, um, I believe she's a Japanese consultant, and Mm. her name is Marie Kondo. She is an amazing woman. (laughs) She's an amazing woman. Um, So basically, um, she just helped. She goes into people's homes and she's helping them declutter and helping them just organize. Actually, she's she's more so helping them organize. But mm. I feel like she's not like I think the pe- the homes or the people that she's going, you know, she's visiting. I think their their intention is like she's just coming to fix our home. But they ha- they have no idea that this is not only a physical, you know, connection, but this you're also gonna there's you're also going to transform spiritually and mentally. There was like a lot of lessons that I've learned in the lens of spirituality. Mm. And um, yeah, so she she goes in and she kind of takes a tour around the house with the family. And um, she then sits them down and she explains to them her method about like how she goes about um, just, you know, helping to organize your homes, your kitchen, your garage, your bedrooms, your children's rooms. And she was explaining to them that, you know, first you have to kind of just take out and separate everything. And then you have to go through those things one by one, every Mm -hmm. piece of every piece of clothes that you have and you have to feel it. And if it doesn't spark joy as you touch, lay hands on that piece of shirt, literally every piece of shirt, jeans, socks, everything. If it does not spark joy at that very moment, then put it to the side. Say thank you. You've done your due your due diligence here, but I'm done with you. It's on to the next. Grab another shirt. Same thing. She does the same thing, and nice. there's just this whole power of repetition. And um, you know, there's just there were so many things that kind of came up to me at that moment. And you know, I kind of want to you know take this time to just really 
unpack the whole thing up just after watching this whole episode. Uh, and I only got to watch two episodes. And damn, so much came out of Word. so many lessons and things came up to, you know, at, at that moment as I was watching it. So, yeah, Danny Boy, I mean, it's just all about tidying up. It's all about getting your shit, getting your ducks in a row. But, you know, the connection was so crazy because the first episode was about a, uh, a couple and having two kids and you know the sh- maybe this is how tv does it but they they got to show the realness of the their marriage before um marie comes with her interpreter and mm-hmm. the realness was that they've been fighting for a lot they've been fighting a lot and um all because of like the, the husband feels like the wife is just messy she's lazy she doesn't do anything and the wife is like i have two kids i have other things i barely have time for myself why are you do you know like putting all this cleaning expectations on me so they just have a misunderstanding they don't understand right, each the other communication is, is, is horrible off. and the husband is just about done because every time he like comes home he's just like oh shit here goes another messy ass house even our room is messy our closets have been messy for so long our children is all um our children's toys are all over the place it's just like mess 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 he got he got uh expectations for her yeah and maybe that's how it was for them before the children Mm -hmm. and you know they lived a pretty decent life after i don't know but the energy was bad right so when marie Kondo pulls up on the scene it was just like life changing for them well at least 30 days later you got to see the development of from mm-hmm. one week to the second week. You know, like mm-hmm. they were, they were, shit was clicking in their head. Like, oh my gosh, like I, I know we're folding clothes and we're talking to our stuff and we're talking to our old memories, our memorabilia and like sentimental things. But there's something, you know, there's something like emotionally that you're like getting an awakening, yeah, and a breakthrough. You know, yeah. and it's just like, you know, the revelations start happening and under deeper understanding and a deeper. Love, you know, it was like a new love that has always been there, but it it was just cluttered with things. Yeah, as they were tidying up, they got to discover their love again for each other, and that was so powerful. You know, like they not only got to, they not only gained a clean, tidied up, organized home, they also gained their marriage back. Right. So it was beautiful. And that just spoke to you. That spoke to me. <clears throat> I mean, it makes so much sense, you know, because. I think just where we are as mm. individuals in our life, right? Right. Because TV really has, TV, movies, media, you know, it really has the power to draw on those emotions that we're feeling. Right. You know, yeah. and that's for everyone who is tuning in right. to, to the tube, right? Um, and there's so many things that get sparked because of what you're feeling and how you feel connected to what the message is. Right. You know, because that happens to me a lot too, where it's like I watch something and... And it could be completely about nothing related to what I'm going through. Right. But I'm touched by it because I find there's a way in which it does right. actually play into what I feel or what I'm going through. Mm. And it sparks so much, you know? Yeah. And so thinking about just how, you know, thinking about our reading from Tainted Tarot right. last week. Shout out to Tainted Tarot. Shout out, Javon. Love that girl. Love that girl's energy. Um, just thinking about how she read our cards and how we have so many gifts, right? right. We, we, we have so many gifts that we're bringing to the table. Yeah. Um, and there's yet there's some things in the way of us, you know, being our best selves and being able to really and fully completely bring what we can to this table. There's some things that we have to tidy up, right? That mm-hmm. we have to let go. 
And I know that, you know, just for us in, in our personal journeys, like, I'll speak for myself. Yeah. I've been tidying up a lot mm. recently and wanting to, wanting to tidy up a lot more. Mm. You know, and I find myself in this place of, uh, of really just trying to let go of things that, that, that don't serve me and that, right. and don't, not in a ego driven way, but don't serve my happiness and my joy. Mm. You know, I really, really, um, work to throw me off. Right. It doesn't spark joy. It does, yeah. It doesn't spark joy. Right. And not that, not that it's sole purpose is to throw me off, but there are it's the things that can throw me off, you yeah. know, and really just trying to rise above those things and be at a place where it's like it's not impacting me, you know. Right. Um, and so I really feel like the whole the whole idea of tidying up is is not just tidying up your home. It's a big it's a big uh, part, right? Because that should be where you find the most peace, right? Where you where you can recharge and when things are chaotic and when things are damn near you know toxic yeah. we just say toxic you know it's like you don't have that so you're never really being charged up right <clears throat> and we got to we got to tidy up the things in our life we have to that are that are just not allowing us to grow right and that's the thing is that again after watching this show you know the, the the lady in the first episode, the wife, as she was t- trying to like you know go sort through her clothes, there were there were some piece of you know clothes that you know her sh- a lot of her tops and blouse, she would have such a hard time letting it go, mm-hmm. you know, and that's the stuff that we deal with emotionally on you know just on the even on relationships you know it's word, like word. we've known you for so long. It's just difficult to let you go. But damn, we got to ask ourselves that one question. Do you spark joy in me? You know, like I know you used to. Yeah. And we've had memories in the back in the day and it sparked joy back in the day. But right now, right now, as I'm talking to you and as I'm looking at you and as I'm trying to see where we're at, I do not feel joy. Right. And the best thing, again, through watching this show, you know, she's not even telling it. She's not even teaching them to be, you know, super spiteful and just throw it and let it go. Because there was there was a part where the wife, she just threw her shirt. And Marie Kondo was like, whoa, whoa, no, 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 no. Be gentle. Grab it again and just say thank you. Mm. But you're of no service to me. And that right there was like, okay, I need to be better at my cutting. Because before <laughs> I would just be like, bye. Bye. I'm done. Bye, bitch. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I'm done with you. But I'm that out. was such an honorable thing to do, you know, right. like if even, again, for relationships, for p- habits, for anything, if you plan on letting it go, the most noble thing to do, especially for yourself, is to, you know, just make make amends with it and just say, hey. Have grace. Have grace. Show compassion for it. Com- Show compassion. Have compassion for what the memory or yeah. whatever it was you know, like just have grace and compassion and love for it, and and part ways with yeah. it. Yeah, and as as with a person that you want to cut, just say whatever you need to say. Like, hey, and not don't don't share all the stuff like you fucked me over, you were wrong, but share that. Hey, although I can say a lot of shit that you did, one thing that I do remember is that you were a great friend to me at one point. Mm-hmm. Or one thing I do remember is that you were a great father at one point to me, mm. or you were a great mom. 
or you were a great husband. But as of right now, I have to be true to myself and well, I'm not feeling anything at this point. And like, I really am a person that wants to steward joy. So if I don't feel that spark, it's best that I just let it go, you know? And yeah. in a normal world, I would hope that, that it would be that simple, but most likely it won't because it'll probably be like, no, you know, like, you know, there'll probably be some words going back and forth, but do yourself a favor and just like, you know, make peace with it. Like, hey, you know, if it's something that you just want to let go, just say thank you and be kind to it. Just say thank you. But hey. I love this because it's such a, it's, you know how I've been talking about prioritizing joy and really wanting right, to. Right, you have. Like been you wa- have. Wanting to just do things differently, you know what I mean? Clean up. You know, emotionally, physically, spiritually, and there are those things that I want to tidy up in terms of relationships, Mm -hmm. in terms of habits, Mm -hmm. you know, and even in terms of, like, um, mindsets, Mm. right? Because even though I'm prioritizing joy and I'm I'm talking about, like, I want to be happy and I want to be this and that, like... I'm still battling every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we, we will continue to battle every day. But what we do is, or what we can all do is recognize those negative talks that we have with ourselves or those mm-hmm. negative voices, self-doubt, um, disbelief in ourselves, and be able to show it compassion, show it love, right. um, appreciate it for what it was for, but really above all else, prioritize the joy mm. that you want to have in life for yourself. You know, thinking about elevation yeah, um, and just wanting to be above, you know, certain situations. What we were talking about last week, right, with the whole thing, um, you know, when they say to turn the other cheek right, type of deal, right? Uh-huh. And Javon really came with that, like, when somebody does something – the hardest thing for us to do is to just check in with them and say, are you okay? Yeah. You know, how are you doing? Like what, where are you right now? Like why why are you behaving this way? And that, that could be one of the hardest things to do. But if we are at a place where we're elevated and, and and our ego is removed from our interactions with folks, you know, it's, it's like you're able to see others instead of just worrying about yourself. right? Right. Yeah. Because even even what she in her prayers, in in Javon's prayers, or even when she's about to read mm. uh, the, her cards, you know, like something that has always struck me is when she asks for blessings, asks for her ego to be removed. Right, when she yeah. said that, I was like, "Damn, that hella just tugged at right. those strings." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In my soul, and I'm like, I, "That's because." A lot, you know, like I operate from my ego, mm. and I and I'll just own that, and I and I mm. know that that can be true for a lot of us. Right. You know that like we can be so ego driven, but how how elevated or or how do we reach that point where it's like I my ego is removed and right. I see you right. for what you are I, or who you are. Right, you've hurt me. You've you've um been you know you've created toxic environment for me um you once served me and now you no longer do you know like and served me like in terms of like purpose right like mm. there was there was something that i had to learn from our experience or from our interaction that i no longer do but 
I see, but I, I see beyond all that. Right. Yeah. You know, to be at a point where we're not, we're not hurt mm-hmm. because our ego is not there. Right. You know, we we're able to see others for. Yeah. Just where they're at. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's a situation. Um, now where. You know, my name is still coming out of people's mouths that I have. Mm. No, you know, like, hey. They're, you know, they have their reasons, right? right? But my name is coming Mm-mm. out their mouth, and off top, I'm like, "Oh, this fucking right." You know, this this they got to keep my name out their mouth. It, it must be so hard to live in like my shadow, right. right? Or to to live in to live beneath the work that we created, mm. you know, and to exist in that and and. This person just demanding respect, right, from from work that they had nothing to do with, um, and while my name is still coming out of their mouth, I feel I feel like um, I, I, felt, I felt offended, right? I mm, felt offended, you know. Who wouldn't? Right? Who wouldn't? Right? right? Like my ego was attacked. I didn't I didn't uh, realize that until you know processing it a little bit, but. Right. But instantly, I also felt very sad for the person. You know what I mean? Just because of having some understanding of their upbringing and and how they operate and how they view how they view things in the world. You know what I mean? Right. It's just like uh, instantly, I am. You know, I was I felt offended, but then I also started to feel sad for the person wow. and really empathetic. You know what mm. I mean? Because it's like, damn. <clears throat> Everything you went through in your life that you feel you have to compete with other people, or you have to, um, you have to be better than them, you know, and right. and using things like their intelligence, or you know, um, I don't, I don't know, like just using the power that they have right. to try to really shift the narrative or right. control the narrative. And turn people against you is like, like, bro, like, what did you, what are you going through? Are you okay? You know, mm. thinking back to what, what Javon was saying is like, are you, what are you going through? Are you okay right now? Because right. why are you worried about what I'm doing? Right. Why are you worried about how people, you know, like if people fuck with, with me or not? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And And so... Just, just thinking about the ego and the ego is and tidying it up, you the know. The devil. <laughs> it, it is. It's like and it, people don't see. This is one thing, Danny boy. Peep, I feel like it's important to have a best friend, and I'm talking about the best friend that loves you like no other. Right, put you in your place, like yeah, because the best friend will be the one who will allow you to see your ego. Because sometimes we are so blind that we cannot see this our ego. Right. But when you have somebody that will just see yourself talking and just speaking low and, and just saying all these things and your friend is able to come in and say, you know what? This is this is not Danny Boy. This is a hurt, offended someone that feels like they have to, you know, say the you know, justify whatever. You know, that's an ego centered person Mm -hmm. like I feel like if I did not have like the right two people right now in my life 
to really help me sober up from this ego, mm. just haze that's like covering over me. I really would not be able to, you know, really, because I can't, I mean, although I want to walk in an ego-free, a very ego-free life, I know I can't get there alone. Obviously, I, I have, you know, great people that are positioned in my life, and I literally allow them to be, to play certain roles because I want to evolve and be better. Word. So I need them to really see if, if you recognize pride, pull, call me out. If you recognize ego, call me out. Mm-hmm. And as they continue to do that, I, bec- I start becoming, you know, very conscious of those patterns. And now I'm able to do it on my own, you know, yeah. but at the same time, I just kind of need that accountability of just great friends. And I'm talking about not friends that are envious and jealous and just want to call shit out because they, they long to be like you. <laughs> no, you don't need those friends. You right. need like a whole bunch of Alices. That's what you need. <laughs> you need people that will pour into your life, yeah. speak directly into your life, and really empower you to become better. Actually, you just need people that will that's, want you to be better than them. Those are ego-free just to be better. Just you know, to be not better. Not even to be better than the, than them, but just to be better. Right. To be a better version of yourself right. because they believe in you and and your capabilities and your talents. Right. You know, and it's like your best friend is good. Right. Or or is also working on themselves. And so it's like they want they want to they want you to be they on that same journey to, so that we can all be good together. Go, you know. You know what I mean? Thinking about where we at, Bex. You yeah. Know, like just thinking about how you and I have really just been talking about like where we're at now right. in our lives and and really wanting to pursue more and do more, especially with you know our for the cultures right. uh, brand that we are cultivating. Right. You know, like we are in such a position to do that because we're we're aligning in that way. We are, and you know we're 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 working on our relationship yeah. and and being mindful of egos and and really just making sure that we're on a journey together that is right. free from the ego and really just about the heart and about our vision right. and about our goals and being just being great people. Right. You know, not not like we need accolades or anything like that, but yeah. just to be two people who exist in the world that can bring compassion and love and understanding and also account like being accountable, right? Like if we say some shit where we know we fucked up. Like we're gonna hold ourselves accountable because we value that, right? Right, and just yeah, just just tidying up, tidying up, man. I'm yeah. telling you, with this show again, there's. I feel she she speaks about four quite a few processes. I for, totally should have wrote down the process, but I know in the first process, you know, she's you know going. You got to go through your your clutter, and then find out which one sparks joy. Okay, that's one. After you do all that, let's sit with the things that do spark joy. Right, be present. Be present, and now we can now live in a place of joy. But now as we go through every piece of clothing, we have to love, literally, lavish love over it as you're folding. So every fold is like you just cultivating and activating and awakening a love for that piece of clothing. And it's like repetition again and again, over and over. But you just, you know, you're more gentle. You're very more, you're you're present, you're conscious. And you're just now like, wow, you know, like this feels good. Especially when you're, when you're extending love to things that 
sparks joy. And I think what spoke to me in that is that I used to always waste time lavishing love on things that didn't spark joy. Mm, come on. And that would exhaust the brains out of me. <laughs> Speak about and it. And that was all self-inflicted because the whole revelation of this, you know, this show finally came to me now. You know, I'm just like, man, I can look back to my past and say, I've exhausted myself. Because you wanted those things to yeah. give you joy. I spent time on stage two, lavishing joy, just being gentle and just doing whatever it is on the things that sparked. I, I've been doing that to the things that don't spark joy. Right. And I've exhausted myself because, like, I try to love things that don't spark joy for me. And the whole time, it's like I'm wasting energy, you know? It's just like mm. a one way. It's just me pouring out, them taking, you know? It's like, that was like, well, that's what, that, that was the very thing that was draining their relationship because they were arguing about things that did not bring joy to them mm. instead of focusing on the stuff that does, you know, that really does bring joy. And that's just, was, that's a huge awakening, you know, because she, um, Marie, which is the Japanese consultant, she she um, she defined joy as um, just re just think of it as if you know the first time you're holding a baby mm. or you're um, holding a puppy, mm -hmm. and like that like new life yeah that feeling of joy like because I know when I hold a puppy I just like oh like come here that's so cute <laughs> I want to hold it what's his name you want to like, give it love and you compassion. just want to give it love but that joy. You know, before you give anything, what are you feeling first? Like, yeah. live, live in first what you're feeling before you give anything. And, like, it, I can remember even holding a baby when I used to hold my nieces and nephews for the first time. I was just like, oh, my God, look at the little feet. You used to, that feeling was like, like you're on cloud nine. That was the best feeling in the world. Right. And that was the feeling that she was trying to activate in that moment through through every piece of clothing. And I just thought that was special because we need to define what joy looks like so people don't think, well, I like it and I'm happy with it. So is that, so I should keep that because that's joy. No. Even if you're happy with it, but it does not spark joy, you have, you have to let it go. Right. But I mean, what does that, what does that mean though? Cause what if there are memories attached, right? Like to like, Oh, this, this thing, this relationship, or or this object, um, you know, it does give me joy because it makes me think about such and such. Someone who passed. Someone or... who passed, or whatever, right? Like, do we keep that? Well, yeah. You know what I mean. And she meant she. There is a there is an actual uh, step that that really focuses on the sentimental things, you know. Mm. And I'm sure that either things that you can keep because they have, you know a meaning, a sentimental meaning to it. And that's great. But I'm sure not everything is sentimental, you know? Right. So, you know, whatever is sentimental, keep those things. Those are fine. But if you're going to use the excuse, well, I just like that because, you know, like it, it it, was cool and it, it you know, you just kind of like on the fence of like, mm, it's, I like it, but I, I don't want to let it go. Like the, the question. Then you got to unpack that, right? Yeah. You got to unpack like, what does that mean? Yeah, But it just goes back to the easiest question, the most simple thing. That's the most simple thing to ask at that moment if you're struggling. Is it sparking anything? Is it sparking anything? Because even though I'm happy and it feels good, if I don't feel the spark that I felt when I touched this other shirt and this I felt alive, if that's not what I feel when I touch this one. I mean, because this makes me think about folks who, you know, will, who see the value in like saving things, right? Because right. it can be useful 
in another, you know, for other reasons. Right. But I've also seen where that's the reasoning, but then it just becomes like excessive where there's all these plastics every, you know, like we're saving all the plastics to use as Tupperware or to use as dishware. Right. Right. And it, and then it becomes an, an overload of all these things. Right. Or, or just really just uh, holding on to everything because folks grew up, grew up with nothing. Right. Right. And, and like that being vocalized that that's the reason. Right. Right. And so like, I'll speak to that effect, right? Like the uh, growing up with nothing and really holding on and saving everything. It's like, that seems to be the point where more unpacking needs to be done. Yeah. To then be free of like being able to get rid of things. Right. You know what I mean? Because for me, I mean, I'm not perfect at it, but I can get rid of shit easily. Right. Right. Because I think it is that very thing, right? We're like, oh, this doesn't serve, this doesn't serve me anymore. So I'm going to get rid of it. Yeah. But honestly, I have some, some actual clothing that I've been holding on to since, you know, maybe the early 2000s because I'm like, no, I'm going to fit into that. Mm. I still got that. I still have that shit. It's like some Kooji shirts. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to bring it back one day, but like, I have not let those things go yet. Okay. Um, and I, and I think that, no, no I'm not, not, not going to say that. I think that is because I still have that, maybe that dream or that hope of like, I'm going to get into it and I'm just going to, I'm just going to continue to hold on to it. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm going to practice, I'm going to practice this tidying up thing with those things to see like, does this spark joy? Can I let go of right. it? Is it the ego that is, is, uh. Is keeping me from just parting ways with it. Right. Right. And that's another thing is like I strongly believe that there is a healthy way of hoarding. You know? Mm. Like, you know, to say if you had just a bunch of sentimental things, you know, in your home and it was not causing chaos, it was not causing just, you know, just a mess or whatever, and your your sentimental things are still in order and intact and just out of the way, but they're there when you want to revisit. Now, that is great. That's, you know, like, keep those things. But if, though, if, though, if, though, if those things, the sentimental things, are causing more damage than good and mm-hmm. they're in the way and they're just you know like they're adding clutter to your life or your room and they're just it's doing a disservice to you more than a service then you have to really revisit that question like okay I really gotta make up my mind if this brings joy or not you know so I just feel like if it's taking up space yeah if it's taking up space then you know there is a root you know obviously it's deeper than the whole question you know does this spark joy and I'm you know, I, she does explain things about sentimental things. I didn't really have time to write down the notes on them, but I'm sure that it it there are things you can keep. But if it's causing more weight in your life, yes, and adding um, just more like if it's blocking you and just unorganized and just in the way, man, that's I mean you that list is longer than. The, the, than the good stuff, then that's obvious that hello. If you have a longer list of bad reasons why it's it's around, mm-hmm. get rid of it. For me, my personal thing, whether it's memorabilia or not, I have to I have to figure out like, man, I gotta let this go. I know I have an emotional tie to it, but man. But but that's so real though, because that makes me think about the 
the conversation I was just talking about with with my name coming out of that person's mouth, it's like that that relationship has never really served me for anything, right? It's like the residue of mm. what was a part of my life before and a, an important part of my life, and especially with a lot of work that went into that part, right? Where, right. Where this this person really just has adds no value to my life. Right, but yet constantly showing up in my life and, and like my name coming out of their mouth and and just really, you know, feeling impacted by that. Right. I've I feel like I'm at a place where it's it's like I feel for the person, but I also am free from it. Mm. Because I have no tie and no connection and and I'm at the part I'm at the point of my journey where it's like tidying up that situation means that I'm free I'm free from the impact of 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 that, right? Of my name coming out of that person's right. mouth. Of that person, you know, really working to maybe discredit me or to jeopardize, you know, things in my life. I mean, I don't know if that's the that's the complete intention but it seems that way right? right but no matter what it is it's not going to have power over me because because i'm uh, i'm free from it right you know or i'm working towards being free from it because i think i'm surprised at myself for being in a space where it's like yeah i could i could be upset and my ego could be uh hurt right. from <clears throat> my name coming out of their mouth like that but now nah, I really see this person and understand a little bit of, you know, their upbringing and where they came from to see why they're motivated to work in the way that they do or move in the way that they do. Mm. And it really ain't got nothing to do with me. Right, right. You know, it goes back to that whole saying of like when people hurt you or when people got an issue with you or a problem with you, it ain't got nothing to do with you. Right. It got everything to do with them and what they're going through, what they've been through. And so thinking back to what, Javon was saying about like turn the other cheek is like if they impact you, instead of being offended, really check in and be like, you know, what, what, you good? Like, right? Are you okay? What are you? You know, what's on your heart right now? But I, I care not to do that because I feel like I don't need to to do that extra work because because it doesn't it doesn't impact me right. <laughs> you know it doesn't right, hurt right, me right. like yeah it's not gonna hurt me anymore it's not gonna serve me yeah um and not bring me joy yeah and you know that could just i don't i don't know i want to say that could just be in the abyss right but it, it could just be wherever it is and, right. and like i'm just gonna keep moving and if for some reason something comes up and and uh we cross we cro cross paths again, and maybe there's some healing there, or there's some there's something. Yeah, you know that maybe it could be, but for right now, it's, you gotta get rid of this ego, bruh. It's tidying up. It, I feel it. We grew. I grew up. I mean, I can't say for we we. I'm sure, but I'm sure you can attest to this. It's like just we grew up in a very ego centered culture. You know, it's all about like. Hey, you guys need to see that, you know, I'm bringing this much money or I did, you know, I did this. I'm the one that brought, you know, it's like all about like what, 
what what I did, I did, I did. Hey, you guys need to see this. It's a need to be seen. You know, it's mm. like ego is to need be validated. To be, it's just a need to be something. Yeah, I need to be seen. You to need to important. know that I did this. You need to know that I'm the one that's giving more than you. You know, it's like that whole need. I literally grew up with it in church and family, everything. It's like, it's very what is Western. the need? It's very Western. It's very, I feel, you know, because you know the 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 very foundation of our culture and of um, our values is that everybody plays a part right right everybody plays a part everybody has a role and that that was kind of tarnished with you know th- going from collectivism to individualism mm. and individualism mm. being the being the value right with a very western mindset and that happens today right like People are just really worried about themselves, and while we do have to be concerned with you right. know, ourselves as an individual, we are a part of something right. much bigger than ourselves. We yeah, that's absolutely right, and it even goes to social media. There's a need to be liked. There's a need to do better. There's mm. a need to do all this. Need, need, need. It's our egos just constantly being fed every way possible. It's freaking crazy. I love. I mean, speaking about uh, social media, I'm kind of one of bring this awareness, but I love what Shane Omeka is doing right now. Mm. I don't even know what he's doing right now, but I love what he's doing right now. Yeah, what's up, what's up with, uh, with Shane Omeka? Because uh, um, I, I have not seen posts uh, from him in a while. Right. I don't really know what is going on. But I don't need to know. It's none of my business. <laughs> exactly. Do you know, like, bottom line is that He's not putting out content like like he's used to doing uh-huh. or putting out, and that's okay. You know, I think the, his uh, most recent uh, post and even on his story is just he's just been more vulnerable and very transparent and open about where he is right now. And he's just like, I just need to pull away. There are things I can talk about, but I choose not to. Right. And but just know that I'm good. Like he's just in and out, but. He's Where, not giving as much as he as he as he as he would before, yeah, right? Before like giving so much of himself, and it don't matter where where you're at, Shane Omeka. Really, like bottom line is that you're showing a side that we all need to tap into. Unplug from this world sometimes. Right. Unplug from the reality that we're in, and try to tap into a deeper, you know, a deeper level of self, you know, and self awareness, right? And being conscious, yeah, tidy up, and just being conscious and being aware and being present and showing appreciation in the things that are around you and the people who are still alive and around you, you know, like just stop. And I feel like that was such a like he has no idea the, the power in what he's doing. Like if people would tap into what he's saying but not saying it would that message would be deeper you know like all the people are saying oh Shane Omeka we're gonna miss you because we are we're totally gonna miss all everything all the videos that he's putting out but you know the comeback is probably gonna it's probably gonna be crazy it's gonna be good it's you gonna know, be good we we need that yes we need that time for self-reflection self-awareness and really to evolve and it's, it, it feels like that's what he's gonna do yeah you know and for, for Shane Omeka to be one of our, in the PI community, these amazing social media influencers. He is using his vulnerability as a, like, tool for, hey, you guys, it's okay. Shit, you know, if if you hit a wall, it's okay. Just know that 
plug out. Shit may even be good, you know, but he just doesn't want to talk about it. But the but bottom line is that he is centering and grounding himself. And that's something that Javon speaks a lot about, you know, like just get to a place where you ground yourself, become one with wherever you're at, and just tap into whatever whatever space you're in, just tap into that energy, where whatever it is. You mm-hmm, know, it's like mm-hmm. I really appreciate Shane Omeka for just, um, I mean, again, that's that may not be the message that you're putting out there, but, I mean. That's I'm, what you're taking away from That's me. what I'm taking away is that, it, man, Unplug. He has a large following. You know, it's you know, people at that caliber usually want to be more consistent and put out more content because they have a following that's pretty big. Right. But for him to pull back and say, wait, you know, and Janae Eiko does does that a lot too. Mm. And I love that about just a lot of great people out there, social media influencers and um musicians that are just saying, I don't give a damn what I have. I'm centering myself. At the end of the day, I need to know who I am, you know, and my my sole purpose here on earth, you yes, know? So, yes. Yeah, man. Shane Omeka. We shout out to Shane Omeka, man. Shout out. We love you. And I love that it's, it resonates with you. It res, it's resonating with me, too. Um, but I love that it resonates with you because that's we're, we're on similar journeys. Right. You know what I mean? Like, we're all headed down these paths of, like, self- enlightenment and self uh awareness self-awareness and and self-love self-love really and truly you know what i mean because if we can love ourselves maybe that removes that sounds very ego driven yeah but it but i I feel it's not right it's 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 just necessary to be in that space where it's like i love myself enough to be able to see you and right. want to see the love in you, yeah, and extend that love, yeah. You know, because I'm aware of myself and my imperfections, and my and my perfections, yeah. Right, and not that I'm above you or I'm below you, but I'm right here with you, right. And so I see you, yeah. You know what I mean? And we have a we share a mutual friend. She's amazing, M. She, oh man, she. Took off, came back, and is just back here. You know, she, she takes, I love it. Yeah, she takes those um, those breaks, right? And and what I love about it is that she controls it. She does. She controls it because it's like you know what? Social media is not serving me right now. It's taking away. It's taking my I love attention. It. I'm giving too much energy to it, and so I I plug out. Yeah. And take that time to recharge and really just be present and be. Um, involved in what's happening in reality, yeah. and then come back when 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 she feels ready. You yeah, know? like anytime. It's always gonna be there. Right, it and ain't I, gonna leave. And that's the that's the that's the beauty of like a, a level of self awareness in right. which we could be at. Yeah, you know, because honestly, thinking about a lot of other pages, right, like. Right. Folks are really centered in on themselves. Yes. Really centered in on branding themselves. That's right. You know, I'm going to be honest. Okay, let me, there's some pages where, you know, it's uh, it's hump day, right? It's Wednesday. And so a lot of asses are on uh, my news feed, right? <laughs> <laughs> and and there's, there's just folks out there who like brand themselves by like putting out pictures of their ass all, you know, like every Wednesday. And while, you know, there's some joy you can get out of seeing a nice ass, right? But it's like, it's just this consistent level of like, 
damn, like why, like what, what's at the, what's, what's deeper than what, what you're giving us, right? Right. Like, like you're selling, you're selling this, you're portraying this, you're putting this out there. What does that, what does that really mean, right? And not to shame people who do that, um, because I'm all for like branding yourselves and putting yourselves out there. But what I want to understand, like, what's the reasoning? So, so I could be enlightened, right? right. Be- because I feel like, dang, maybe people do that because they they see themselves in a certain way, or they went through these experiences as a um, growing up right. to where now they brand themselves in this way because it gives validation and because it it helps them achieve this this lifestyle that they want to to live. Right. You know what I mean? And so like just really yeah, just really thinking about that type of uh portrayal or that image, right? Mm. It's just one of many. You know, there's people yeah. out there who post many selfies of themselves and it's a part of the brand, right. you know, it's a part of whatever. And it also could be that folks just really are feeling themselves that day. And and that's okay, right? But when it's like repetitious right where like mm. their whole their whole page is just nothing but pictures of them why like what is that right you know what is that what does that really mean because my, i have assumptions right but again to remove the ego right right and and really think about wanting understanding what you know like what is it right because then maybe that can help get to the root of why Folks do what they do in that way. You know what I mean? Right. I hope I'm making sense. Yeah, no, you are. <sighs> you know. I feel like it's we're going all over the place. No. But it's so. You know, I mean, because so I I want us to you know bring it back to you know tidying up you know like tidying up our lives you know tidying up whatever you know just I don't know if we're closing yet but you know just it's really important that we um, or that I you know just tidy up right now my 2019 i definitely plan on doing more tidying up you know let's let's use more i statements let's talk about how we how we are tidying up yeah is that okay yeah we and you know i love that throughout one every every episode you know it really allows you to go through a journey it was a process the tidying Mm -hmm. up wasn't just one day and shit was came back to Perfect, life right no there was just one week another week another week two weeks it's like it was a constant visit back to that place of being conscious and being present you know and appreciating and loving and just being here you know and and organizing it it was a process and you know even in watching the journey of uh, the first the family in the first episode like it was a struggle yeah you know, so the struggle is real. It so tidying up is it ain't gonna feel great at all because you be have easy. to unlearn the very thing that you used to be so addicted to that mm-hmm. brought pleasure for a moment. You know, and that was your a, normal. That was your normal. That right? was your normal, and you have to unlearn that. And there was a lot of unlearning that I got to witness through the wife and through the husband because they were just like, oh my gosh, like we have to unlearn. We have to unlearn um, just. Um, being lazy, like there was a lot of unlearning, that a lot of habits that were being broken at that moment. And that's a process because the first day and the last day, day and night, you know, mm. and we have to really enjoy the process and not give up in the process because there, be, because there was accountability on, the, on, the, on their end. You know, Marie um, Kondo 
well, she was the one who kept them accountable. That's probably what kept kept the family consistent, and which is great. But you know, we may not have that accountability. Mm-hmm. You know, and that that's might be tough. But we have to try to be consistent, and we have to believe that we can do it, and we, you know, are able to tidy up through these simple forms of, does this spark joy in my life? And if it doesn't, move on to the next. Now, let me appreciate and let me awaken my love for this thing that I once forgot because I've been so distracted by the things that didn't bring me joy, you know? Yeah. Practicing these simple tools and seeing how far you can go with that, you know? I'm I'm just now, I mean... Now that I've watched the show, I haven't fully put these practices in action, but I have like something switched in my head now. Yeah, there's an awareness. There's an awareness. There's an awakening. There's something that's hungry and ready mm. to do something a little bit different now, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, and in, I'm talking about in every area in my life, you know, from, again, just relational er- relationships to the way I think to the the food I put in my body, to my home space, to how I live, to the organization even in my home space and workspace, and my scheduling. So even scheduling, I need to start scheduling, okay, if that doesn't bring me spark, uh, if that doesn't spark joy, I'm not going to meet up or go there anymore, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because my calendar seems to be all over the place, and I'm sure yours (laughs) is pretty horrendous. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. And I need to really go through my calendar and really look through it and say, okay, although I've been so used to doing that because I have made it a habit, I need to figure out if that brings me joy. Because mm. if it doesn't, guess what? I'm clearing up that. And you know what? In clearing up that, more joy is going to come because guess what? I now have more time to rest right, or to do something that I love. You know, there's so much right. winning in everything. So, yeah. And we just want to win. We just want to win, man. We just want victory, you know, for ourselves and our our internal goals, right? Like, right. that's how we can achieve those victories is really setting those goals for ourselves. Right. And being intentional. Because I think, no, I got to stop saying I think. <laughs> one thing I know is that one particular area that I want to really be intentional about tidying up is home, mm. right? Because I feel like being at home, for some reason, I could just, I'm, I'm just so easily taken like 10 steps back, you know, and so impacted in a negative way where it's like, I want to, I want to come home and I want to be present and I want to, I, I want to give give the relationships and give the things that I'm, my responsibilities, give it that, that nurturing and that, that time and affection, right? Like thinking about clothes as the analogy, right? Um, to the relationships, um, and even to being present, right? I really want to take my time folding it, folding into those relationships, and appreciating them for what they are, mm. um, appreciating the time that I have to spend with, you know, home um, and my loved ones and and just really elevating from where I, I know I can be, right? I can be in a really negative space and really just... Um, really just figure... Like finding the joy... 
right? Finding the joy because there is joy. Right. There is joy. And sometimes it may seem like there is none. Mm. And that's that's because of the ego, right? Like it's not like it's not giving me that gratification and, and therefore I I'm pissed off or or I'm I'm not present and so I'm irritated and I'm this and I'm that. When it's like, no, you know? I yeah. have I have an opportunity to be to be present right. and, and to to work at these relationships because it's a joy to to be able to share, you know, this time together right. and these experiences together. Right. Instead of just being so dismissive. Yeah, I feel like this podcast is just all about self reflection right now. <laughs> For real. <laughs> You know, we want to be better people, you know, at the end of the day, man, I, we just, we don't want to be moved when somebody's saying something about you, you know? That's that part. We don't want to react. We want- I want to respond. To respond out of love instead of ego. Because yes. ego would say, I need to let them know who I am. And I need to put them in their place. Yeah, I need to know what- the fuck Yes. They fucking It's with. just a, it's a need, man. But man, when you- when you function out of love, and that's a desirable place that we both would love to be, but we're not. Unconditional we're, love. Yeah, unconditional love. Man, we, that is a place of contentment. That is a place of like, just, it's like, go ahead. It's like a shield. It's like you, you throw darts of hate. You throw darts of judgment. You throw darts of like jealousy and envy. I could still, you will still sit there and be like, man, I love you still, you know, like, or that's or, or, cool. Or I see you. Yeah, like... You know, I see you, and it's like... I hope that made you feel better. Like, do you feel better for yeah, throwing those know, darts like, at me? Because then, like, let's really unpack what that means. Yeah. Because you're not you're not getting to me. And, and sometimes and, you don't even need to say, let's... Let's. Let's just... Sometimes you can just say, man, I hope you are able to figure whatever it is that is uneasy on your own. Like, it don't even have to be a we, because I ain't helping you. Because I ain't helping you. I got the time yeah. for it. You know what I mean? Like, that's something that you got to... Yeah. And, you know, it. it is very much that. It could be that where it's like... Somebody's throwing them darts, and you're just like, okay, right? And it don't it don't phase me. It don't make me none, because something that always, I think something that always really drove me is that the reason why I always am quick to clap back, or the reason why I'm always trying to, you know, have the last word and retaliate, or 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 just be be right, is because of ego, because of, of course, that's because of not being, because of if I don't, then I'm less than. Yeah. And I've and I've always kind of felt that and believed that growing up. And that's why it's so hard to unlearn that because it's like, yo, if somebody does something to me and I don't do anything, then I'm less than. Uh. If somebody says something and I don't say nothing, then I'm a then I'm weak. You know, but I really wanna be at a point in life where it's like they got something to say about me or they try to do something to me, then and then I'll just be like, okay. And, yeah. You know what I mean? No, I'm not saying I'm going to be some sucker and, and like if somebody is uh, attacking me or or like physically trying to harm me, then I'm going to just let it happen. But I'm not going to, like I'm, I just don't see me being in that, in that space. You know what I mean? Right. I, I want to rise above it and be. Yeah. Just be at an elevated space. Of course. And the, and the. The only way to get there is through just loving where you are now, appreciating the things that are with you now, and just having a just a deeper sense of 
love and gratitude towards just life, your life, and really just lifting yourself up with words, kind words and kindness. And, man, I just want to be just not where I used to be mentally, emotionally. And I know that that's going to take a lot of discipline. Discipline is one thing that I would say that it's going to – It's going to, yeah. It needs to be practiced. I think we all need to hold a form of discipline somewhere in our life, you know, and it's a great practice. You know, um, Marie brought a – introduced a form of discipline that this family did not have. Mm-hmm. And in that is where they discovered, rediscovered their love for each other. They rediscovered their love for their home. They rediscovered their love for, you know, doing things that they used to hate, like Mm -hmm. cleaning and doing laundry. Like, they just were able to discover a lot of things that their mind, you know, was conditioned before from how they grew up and how they were raised to hate. They used to hate those things because that's how what they learned growing up and when when you discipline yourself to just practice a much healthier way of looking at things, bruh, life is so much easier. And doing it though, yeah. and, and also practicing the practice practicing that mindset that that like the things you want to do and the things that are gonna help you get there. Like you gotta exactly. put it into practice and not just theorize it. Yeah, that's why you know that's why I get bothered. When we have like all these re- religious leaders or people who use the name of God and just the mentioning of his name or the mentioning of just a a faith organization base, and they would have such a bad mouth, uh-huh. you know, but yet they would talk about this amazing God. It's and Oh, excuse me. I get so bothered by that because it's just, to me it's like, how can you talk about such an amazing God uh-huh. and have a high-level attitude? adoration towards this God that you have, but yet what comes out of your mouth is at a low level frequency. Mm. You know, it's like those two don't work. I I can't believe that you have this God that you say you serve when you speak at the level of like, you know, people who like the enemy, well, what they say, the enemy or the devil, you know, you speak at low levels, you know, yeah, speak very egocentric words come out of your mouth. And it's like, if anything is, is, is uplifting and, and, encouraging and just helps evolve and empower you those are the things that i feel like everyone the conversation realm that people should be talking about and if anything's less than that is ego if you find your if you find yourself talking and the content is ill you're now talking outside of yourself because mm-hmm. you weren't designed to talk like that if those words if your words, words. don't encourage or mm-hmm. uplift the person that you have an issue with you ain't ready to talk <laughs> at the level. You know, don't come to me. Right. Because if I feel negative energy, if shit's coming out of your mouth, I'm not ready to have a conversation with you because I'm, ta- I'm tapping into a higher realm. And this okay. is a place of encouragement, of empowering, of lifting each other up. So when you're ready to talk up to this place where it's like faith and life and everything, dreams and creativity, let's talk at that level because I don't want to talk about on this level with the low level where it's doubt, fears, insecurities. I don't want to be there. I've spent years already there and I, I, it didn't get me nowhere. Right. Now that I'm talking at a high, in a higher realm and this stage, I've been thriving ever since because my conversation has been in high levels. Too many people are speaking on low levels and yet the people who are at high levels 
are getting affected by their egos and stooping down. They're coming, they're <laughs> dethroning themselves. Come on. Coming down to this low place and engaging in low level conversation. I, I refuse to do that. I refuse to remain in my throne. High priestess. I was about to. <laughs> <laughs> I want to remain in that high Come place on, high where all great things happen, you know? Yes. We need to stop lowering ourselves, Danny boy. Yes. Coming down and low places with small people and having conversation in the and you wonder why your words have no impact is because the weight the words that you carry have no weight to people who are at their minds are too small to fathom the good things that are coming out of you but if you're to tap into the high levels everybody over there can understand what you're talking about all the riches and <laughs> glories and at, everything all the gems Come on. it's now making sense to people up here but the people down here they, they're just like oh this they look at you as soldier boy <laughs> this this guy is too confident. <laughs> he is full of himself. Full of himself. Oh my goodness. But the reality is, is that we have lowered ourselves for too long. And not, not to say that in a cocky, arrogant way, but listen, if you find yourself being the biggest fish in that in the pond, you that's not, that's not your growing place. That is not. You need to tap out if you are the biggest fish in your pond, man. I like to be the smallest fish in an ocean because, I, I mean, I get to swim. Hey, man, the, the, the depth of where you get to go as a small fish and learn and get everything is like in the ocean. Go deep in where you need to be. I don't. I feel like I'm preaching right now, Danny. Boy. Oh, you was, you, was, you was giving it. You man, was giving it. You know, because 2018, we've been spending too much time stooping down to where people, all the people who've been talking shit, all the people who have been backbiting, just starting things and just doing all the, we- Just feeding in the negativity. We got moved by our ego, came down from the, our high place, and this is a high place of love, encouragement, empowerment, not high places we think we're better. We're just at a high place of just being more encouraged and more happy. We literally- allowed our ego to bring us back down to a place to now we're having conversations with people who are down here. It's mm -hmm. like, come on, man. If people down here are still talking about people up there, it's like, and I'm talking about all the people who are moving forward, who are successful, who are happy, who are stewarding joy, who are doing everything they can to better themselves. Those are the people who are having high conversations in their head just saying, you know you can do it. You, you Today will be great. You know, who are really speaking life to themselves. Those are the high conversation people I'm talking about. Those are the people that you want to just remain around. All those low Joes, man, they're going to they're gonna continue to pull you, pull you down. down. Yeah, come on. But that's the thing, Danny boy, is that they pull you down. That means you're high and they have to pull you down. That's a great thing right there if they're pulling you down. But see, being... Being at, being at a point where we're so we can be so elevated now is that like as much as people try to pull us down, they can't because we just continue to transcend and rise above. Come on, and it's just like, like our car. And it's like when you when you're ready to, you know what I mean? Like come on up. Exactly. Come on up, because this is this is gonna be the way in which we're gonna yeah uh, address this and deal with this. And right, my because, and our hands will always be here to help you up right, whenever you're ready. Right, because we can't shut you off and we can't like dismiss of you right like because i'm not better than you exactly even though even though like you're operating from a low level frequency and you're you're operating from a low level and i'm saying that i'm high and transcending it's not ego it's just the places that we are in life 
Exactly. And when you can when you when you can do the work that needs to get done for yourself to reach that level because right. you have the potential to get there. Mm-hmm. Then we can see each other. Yes. But for right now, I see you even though you don't see me. Yes. You know? Oh, you're giving. Because they can't see nothing from down you, there. You just but took you us to see, church, girl. Man, no, we just, we are, we have just opened our eyes, Danny boy. Like this is, this, this year, 2019, I feel like you and I have been definitely on that same page of just like opening our eyes to the riches and to the inheritance that we rightfully own as just people, you know? And I'm talking about like happiness. This is our inheritance. Happiness, joy, love, self-control. Like those are our inheritance that we all have as people, but we tend to not go for it because too busy having low-level conversations. (laughs) Not only with people, but with ourselves. Because we've been having those conversations with ourselves that's been killing us, man. We got to wrap this up before we go to church again, man. You just took us there, bag. I see you, high priestess. (laughs) I see yeah. you. That was beautiful. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like like the artist formerly known as Pastor Bex, now high priestess, oh, yeah. just gave it to us, you know, and it was beautiful to see you really, ta- like that passion really just came out of you. Yeah. Since I just want to say, I see you, partner. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, you know, we're we're imperfect people. We are. I'm imperfect. Yeah. And... But we're we're so hungry to learn. We're so hungry to learn and so hungry to grow. Hungry and, to grow. And really reach that high level right. of self-awareness and, and love and compassion. And we're just going to continue to grow and grind. And you know what I what humility is to me? Is when you can receive a compliment or even receive affirmation e- evenly as you would from a professor and a homeless person. If you can receive those those affirmations and compliments evenly, like thank you so much, you know I really received that from a homeless person or from a child, as if it was from a pastor and from a professor. If you can evenly say, "Man, thank you so much," and really mean it, that man, that's humility right there, bruh. Word. Whew, it's about that time. We just that's such a. Self-reflection. That was our little... Um, that was a TED Talk. Ref- <laughs> Thank you for Q your talk. TED Talk. Q Talk. <laughs> Thank you for your Q Talk. Um, I just really appreciate that. And you know, like I, like I was saying, is that we, we are imperfect people. We don't have all this shit figured out. This is what's coming up for us and what's resonating with what we're watching, what we're paying attention to, what we want to do for ourselves. Um, and we welcome y'all to just tap in Join in the conversation, or or even if you don't, uh, even if we're not making sense to you, or you have some different views, like please, we welcome y'all to really engage, because we don't know everything, and we can learn from each other. You know what I mean? Yes. So that we can reach these levels of just being, being elevated. Yeah. You know. And empowered. And empowered. That's yeah. that's the main thing, right? Because being empowered gives us the agency to to take action and do for ourselves. Right. Yeah. Instead of waiting for someone else to do it for us. Hmm. Oh. Yes, yes, so. We got a lot. We got a lot. So before we get up out of here, as we always do, Bex, how you gonna take care of yourself this week? How you gonna tidy up? Yeah. I am gonna go through my things, literally. Yeah. 
because I have a lot of clothes that I just keep because I'm just like, those are my summer clothes. Those are my spring, winter, you know. I just, there's a lot of things that I have that I should, that I don't need. So I probably will practice the whole Marie Kondo method, you know, and try to just say, does this bring me joy? And in everything, even in my um, calendar, that's for sure something I'm going to go through and say, does this bring me joy? Mm -hmm. Because... I really want to live in a place of joy and steward. I'm, I feel like this, that's my word for this year for me. It's like just steward joy, you know, in every area. I want to do that. So I'm going to go uh, steward joy at home. That's what's up. Practice it. What about you? What are you going to do? Uh, I think what I'm going to do to take care of myself and tidy up <laughs> is um, to really check myself. Mm. Um Every decision I make or every reaction I feel inside, I want to ask myself, where is this coming from? Mm. And I want to ask, or I'm going to make sure that I remove my ego or check myself mm. and say that out loud, right? To remove my ego from this and let me see how do I move forward in this. Right. Um, because so many times, even, you know, like with working, you know, like trying to um, be the adult figure in my niece's life right like if something is not happening because i say it right when i say it mm. i want i really want to stop myself and be like okay is this the ego right right or you know like how do i how do i go around this to to really um be present and show love and compassion to to this child who mm. is developing you know right and just offer something different than what was my own, you know, my own experience. Right. So, yeah, just, just again, paying attention to how I want to react and... That's awesome. And just asking... I like that. ...for the discipline and the power to remove the ego. Come on. Whew. Thank y'all for tapping in with us. Thank episode you. 24. Uh, we really appreciate y'all's time and attention and always tapping in with us. And once again, if you want to, you know, holla at us, the Gmail for the cultures with a Q and a S at gmail.com. Tap in with our social medias uh, at for the cultures, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And we also have a YouTube channel. Y'all check Yay. us out. Um, we're going to be pushing out some more content. Other than that, want to wish y'all a great week. Yes. Remember to take care of yourselves. Remember to remove the ego. Come on. And we'll see y'all next week. And tidy up. Tidy up, y'all. Peace, love, and happiness, y'all. Peace. What are we doing it for? We're doing it for the culture. For the culture. For the culture. For the culture.